Hello everybody, Russ here from Turris and welcome to the third episode of the Turris Camping and Four Wheel Drive Adventure Podcast. In this episode we talk with Francoise Gracier Hollander. Francoise is co-founder of Euro 4x4 Parts, which is one of Europe's largest suppliers of 4x4 parts and accessories. Francoise also lives her passion and is a very successful off-road racer, and I would like to welcome her to the podcast. Francoise, can you tell us about your life, where you grew up, and what created your interest in four-wheel drive touring and racing? Um, I grew up in Alsace, which is a little part of the northeastern part in France, uh, very very close to Germany. So I'm, I'm familiar with German as well as French. And I also lived for a year in England as well, in northern England. Uh, and okay, I I liked that place very much. But I knew when I when I started to travel out of the area that I would never live in Alsace actually because it's a, it's somehow it's a closed area, uh, very nice, but not really um, not really familiar with. Uh, with uh, going out and out and uh, in and out of the, uh, with traveling. So, so lots of travelers are going towards us, but people from us are not traveling that much. Um, so the really the off-road world, I didn't know anything about it uh, before year 2000, where we, when we started the Euro 4x4 parts, it was just a, a matter of coincidence. When I first learned about off-road, uh, it was because my ex-husband, George, uh, who is actually the, the owner of the company now, uh, started to... I, I, was, I was working in a, in a marketing field in a fast-moving consumer goods companies, multinational companies, and was fed up. And I wanted to start up a new uh, a company of my, of my own. Because I want, I don't want to follow on with the frustration and the big companies, and I want just wanted to work on my own. So I started um, looking about that in the field I was working in. That was uh, um, like food, food companies. And then my ex-husband told me, "Why don't you do it in the also automotive industry? You like that." And I said, well, but yeah, I said, sure, I like that. But what could I do in there? There's just lots of things, surely. But uh, okay, so he said, okay, he was already working in the automotive industry. And he said, okay, I've got lots of uh, demand for uh, transmission parts, for uh, air conditioning parts, for 4 by 4 parts, for... Anything. She was going on, going on like that, and said, uh, "But how? How you see that?" And I said, "Well, uh, I don't know. But what one thing I know from my marketing experience is you have to see to do to choose one field and stick to it, and and really." So I started uh, evaluating each of these ideas he had uh, from his uh, market opportunities he was facing. So and and I started studying these all all one after another. And when I start when I started with uh, the four by four uh, parts, I said, okay, th- this is a thing that would work because there's a market international, small enough for our means, 
uh, there's passion in it. So passion is always like I always said, it's a W uh, WD forty uh, of uh, of a market because the the word spreads easily from one customer to another. So passion is very important, and uh, also there were dedicated media to that to that field, uh, which go together with passion. But not only. So it means if you if you do an advertisement in one of these uh, dedicated media, you don't lose your money on uh, people don't don't uh, are not interesting for you. Francois, you've been with Euro Four by Four Parts since the beginning, and and have been very instrumental in its development. As regards the company now, it's based in France, but you're also expanding, isn't that correct? Uh, we are, from the start, as well, George and myself are very international-minded people. We've always been uh, traveling, we've always been welcoming uh, foreigners at our home, and, uh, and we really do enjoy mixing up, mixing up with uh, people from abroad. So we we wanted from the start we wanted the company to be international uh, and not what was the case in the other companies we knew we knew when I studied the competition they are, they are mostly local companies we wanted from the start to be in a European level new ribbon based companies with a with a, a European uh, database and uh, a website in three languages, was it, which was from the start the, the same. And we started like that. And from, from there, there onwards, we tried to, um, for instance, take foreigners into our staff. We have as much as 16 different languages spoken in, into, in, inside our staff, which is uh, quite amazing. And also, we uh, regularly uh, sell in 150 different countries in the world, which is also um, awesome because um, it's uh, that this this has to do not only with uh, the way we do our work, but also the 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 fact that um, we uh, the offroading is very popular in the most remote. Uh, parts of the world and these remote parts of the world there's uh, difficulties to find actually on 4x4 paths so that the reflex to to search the internet for these paths and the CEO of our, um, of our website makes it uh, easy for them to find us and then afterwards the quality of our database uh, the easiness of buying online and uh, and the effectiveness of our shipping uh, system makes the success of the company really. It's an amazing setup and really is a one-stop shop for all things four-wheel drive um, and accessing parts. You're also very passionate about four-wheel drive rallying and you have been very successful at it all over Europe. How long have you actually been doing it? Uh, actually, well, as, as, as I told you earlier, I didn't know about uh, your off-roading before two, year 2000. But part of my apprentissage, of my learning of that uh, market was to, to, to go on the terrain and see uh, people meet, meet customers, see it in, involved in the, in the off-road areas that each uh, fair uh, had. 
and 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 started watching and attending competition to see to learn more about that uh, that market really and and I said whoa when when I first started uh, I said oh that's amazing and then uh, I had the opportunity to go into in a car and then we had our first car our first off road our first four by four and I started the learning and learning and learning and. Uh, what was what uh, appeared to me as uh, very uh, impressive in the first place looked less impressive with time, and and I said, and suddenly I said, oh, I want to do it too, and and uh, I started. Uh, and the re- and the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history because yes, because uh, my ex-husband wasn't too uh, too eager to let me start uh, competing. He said, uh, "I'm a mother of four children, and it's too dangerous. It's too expensive, and and that." But it really was in my blood. I think, uh, for instance, in my uh, student room, there was a poster of a two or five GTI, <laughs> and not, and which is, I, I've always loved these, and always loves rallying, and always loved these, but I never thought I would rally myself one day. So, so it's just a matter of fact. It was the the mixture between uh, something I had in me and the fact that I was uh, exposed to off-roading into my work that made me say, "Okay, let's go now." I don't care. The the kids are okay. They are they are done. They are autonomous, and they, uh, let me have, let me, uh, uh, as you say, carpe diem. Do you only have one life? Let's live it. Well, it's the perfect hobby for the industry you're in for sure. Your main racing vehicle is a Land Rover Defender. Most of the tourist team also drive Defenders. So we're very curious. Why did you choose a Defender as your rallying vehicle of choice? Yes. Uh, in the first place, uh, we, we needed a car for Euro 4x4. And I'm not talking about racing car at the moment, but uh, the, when we started for uh, Euro 4x4 parts, I needed a car which was a bit representative, which uh, uh, would uh, suit to represent uh, off-road, but also not be uh, rejected by any of the communities that uh, was, was part of the, of the, of the market. And I, I've, I've had listed the, the uh, Jeep Wrangler, um, uh, and I, I listed the B, uh, the Toyota BJ series. Uh, I lost listed the Defender, and and I start uh, I tested one after another and another another, and was put off by the rusticity of the BJ Toyota, and I was not uh, feeling at ease with the type of driver I could I could find in uh, in Jeep Wranglers so I I, cho- uh, I chose uh Land Rover but didn't know a lot about Land Rover Defender at the time but as a matter of fact I drove uh Land Rovers 110 station wagon for 40 years in a row every day every day and uh, and uh part of of the I think there's lots of effective and very uh, uh, very good uh, off-road vehicles, but the one thing that makes the difference between any brand of of four by four and Land Rover is the soul 
the soul that these vehicles have. Uh, this is seen by the community that goes around uh, for uh, the Land Rover. Uh, that uh, is seen by the by the the enthusiasm that when you when you need when you meet another when you cross another Land Rover, you. Uh, we, for for instance, we stop when we drive. We drive Land Rover, and we stop when we see another Land Rover. We look at it and say, "Okay, this is one. This is fine. Or this, I won't do." Uh, we we um, each time we have the opportunity to meet other Land Rover owners. We there's an immediate immediate feeling of uh, family that uh, in there, and uh, this is wonderful. Uh, so. Uh, and we were we I tried other four by four and Frank um, Frank is the, the the man of my life and he, we we live we've been living together for seven years now and uh, he was uh, also an off road enthusiast he is an off road enthusiast he started with a BJ forty six and then he moved to Land Rover and been with Land Rover ever since because uh, of the same thing and we just love them and uh, we have quite a collection of them as well <laughs> uh, from the, the old lady uh, aged uh, 1951 to the to um, to the to the race car we have uh, lots of on a Range Rover also so a classic land, land Range Rover we have but we've got no uh, modern Land Rovers with us only that uh, classic ones because we just we just love it. Uh, this weekend, for instance, we went away with a, a 110 pickup, which have completely rehabilitated, uh, re refurbished. Um, uh, it's it's a two oh no 2012 two, 2002 uh, pickup 110 pickup, and uh, we had it uh, move, we moved it to. Spain uh, at a uh, uh, Argentinian um, body um, body uh, at Monos, uh, what's it, what's it called this body shop well, not body shop no <laughs> uh, somewhere who, who makes the the body uh, paint and 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 and, and uh, what else? okay uh, the we we left it there for one nearly one year. We were we're not in a hurry. But this guy of Argentinian, he knows how to build a new, like new, uh, the vehicle. He is used to to repair any damage on the car and and, and make it look like 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 new. Whereas uh, in uh, Eastern Europe, uh, in the Northern Europe, you are you used to. Just take away a part, a body part, and and replace it. No, he he is able to do to make it as new uh, with the old part, and which is more and more important uh, at a time where new uh, old uh, body uh, parts of uh, of Land Rover are, are not e not that easy to find. So, Francois, do you do much four wheel drive touring and camping? And if so, what countries have you visited? And is there any place you'll be visiting soon? Um, I we try to tour every weekend in the summer because uh, we love it. Uh, for instance, even in week time, we say, "Okay, 
So tonight we are we are we are going to camp at, by the river, take our um, uh, fishing cans and uh, a, a book and uh, have a meal at the, at the side of the river, and then go back in the morning. We sleep. We have a a roof tent and we and we stay there and we come. We go back in the morning. Uh, so that's it. It's just a basic thing. Uh, we also would like to go uh, touring a bit further. Of course, uh, we uh, last 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 summer, for instance, we went to Greece and uh, Albany uh, for uh, two weeks, something like this. Two weeks it was. Uh, we unfortunately we don't have much time to go for, to to spend more time traveling. But uh, this year, for instance, we are we are we've to, we've chosen to go to Namibia for two weeks, and in that case, we can't take our own vehicle. We have to rent uh, a Toyota Land Cruiser seventy nine uh, with a roof tent. Off road off road touring is an attitude. Uh, it starts with uh, for us. It's it's a really so so nice to be. Uh, Camping away that we can decide on one day, on even a working day, to take the Land Rover with a roof tent and go stop by a river, have dinner there, and then go back in the morning and and resume with your working life as usual. Uh, but touring also takes us a little bit further. For for instance, last summer we went to Greece and Albany. And we were touring for two weeks there, and we really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it it's a beautiful country, and um, the weather was nice, and, and we really enjoyed it a lot. That was where, with our Range Range Rover Classic. Uh, this year, this summer, uh, in August, we are going two weeks away in uh, Namibia, where, of course, we wouldn't, wouldn't take our own vehicle there because uh, it's too far away. But uh, we are renting a Toyota uh, a 79 series uh, with, with a roof tent, with every, every material to, to go to make your cooking with a fridge and everything is equipped. And you are, we will be touring the remote, not, not the most usual place of, of uh, Namibia, but the remote place because we like it very we 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 like it wild we like it uh, not with many people not we not like we don't like the touristic part of uh, touring but uh, we like the wild wilderness and the 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 we like nature we like the, what off road vehicles take you to past and other vehicles don't won't take you this is the part we love the most we are. Going only with a, we are four vehicles, only four vehicles. We don't like big groups either, and um, I think it's gonna be great <laughs> as usual. That sounds amazing. Do you have any advice for people interested in getting into four-wheel drive touring, or any tips on the type of gear you should bring, or even the type of vehicle configuration that would that you would suggest? Um, there's no not not only one vehicle that will take you to that. There's plenty of possibilities, and each uh, each uh, off-road vehicle has its own uh, advantages and uh, inconveniences. But uh, in the end, which is really important, is that you don't over-equip your vehicle. 
uh, it's just lacking in your on your own life. You don't need that much stuff in your house. You don't need that much stuff in your in your suitcase. You don't need that much stuff in your car. Uh, you you like to you you need the essential parts and not not uh, no no. It's some sometimes when you go to uh, off road fairs, as so many things you say, okay, that could be useful. But no, think about what you 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 really want a need uh, when you're camping away and then equip your vehicle according to these needs needs it not don't try and do what every other other people does with uh, every other person does with his own 4x4 just listen to your own needs and do it accordingly uh, for instance we we have a roof tent because we think it's essential when you want to we don't want to put a, a tent on on the floor uh it's so convenient to have its own to have its own uh, uh bed set up and it just open the open the roof tent and and have is some comfort rather than sleeping on on the floor on the yes on the floor uh we we consider a fridge as very important as well because uh, it gives you autonomy. Uh, if you don't have that, you have to stop every one and ten, one and uh, to 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 buy new things. If you have a fridge, you can last much longer. Uh, have a, a deposit of uh, some some uh, uh, autonomy in fuel and water, uh, drinking water, because it's important to to be. To have uh, some uh, leave, some 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 autonomy. Yes, autonomy to to travel around. If you don't have water, uh, you're you'll be <laughs> you have to stop soon because uh, you cannot go further. But apart from these basic things, uh, really, uh, you don't need a lot of things. Uh, maybe also some four by four parts and tools uh, in case you have uh, some something goes wrong on the vehicle. Uh, but as I told you earlier, the basic and older Land Rovers or Toyota or whatever, uh, they don't, they're not very, very intricate. You can, you can really with basic uh, skills, you can all, always get yourself um, uh, out of the situation. Well, I think we totally agree with you there. Um, uh, it's very good practical advice. You, you certainly don't need every gadget available to get out and about and enjoy the great outdoors. And finally, Francois, our last question. Do you think that the four-wheel drive industry is in good health right now? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's about bad health. Uh, some, uh, um, well, I heard many things about uh, the, uh, the greens uh, making a... Or, People saying that uh, you don't know off-roading is too expensive, and you don't want want to to stay with the vehicle. Uh, uh, it's true that some people are, are selling their their four by fours, but uh, and the use of maybe four by four is uh, changing uh, with with time. But I think that off-roading is really. Um, answers to a basic uh, needs need of uh, of people these needs for 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 freedom uh, for autonomy for do for personalization of, of uh, an, an off-road vehicle 
puts you in a position where you can do what you want, really. You can leave. Uh, you don't need anybody. You don't need nothing. Uh, you have to follow your own uh, your, your your desire and and follow uh, follow your mood and stop whenever you can you want and not when you need or when you when you so when somebody asks you to but you can just follow what you really feel suits your new needs and your desire so this is uh, something which will never never uh, change and uh, whatever the vehicle you choose. Uh, only a four by four can take you into the remotest place of the world. It's, there's nothing you can you can change about it. This is one part. And the other part is the um, professional. There are lots of professions that actually need a four by four to reach their working areas, like in forest, uh, ski resorts, and and other other play or, or or say people from the from the from the agriculture they they all, they all need uh, some uh, off-road vehicle to go and work so this is a a need uh, that uh, you cannot erase like that it's uh, something uh, basic that will always stay so maybe the 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 use of robot 4 will change and we we uh, we i think touring will grow even more then, uh, then rallying, for instance, uh, competition is changing as well. As well, there's l- less uh, extreme competition like I'm doing, and there's more uh, cross-country people. I think that they, they don't want to to suffer when they off-road. <laughs> they want to have fun, and uh, and this is a trend. Uh, we have to take into account for for me racing when i race uh, we are racing with a trophy like uh, land rover this car is made for for overcome every obstacle you can dream of or you can you can expect in the in the nature for instance we are we are going to places where you say okay it's completely closed no it's uh, you have to go there okay we have to go there okay there's there's the trees fallen all around there's bushes you, you say okay it's impossible but you start and you say okay i go up 10 meters high to winch it over to pass the first axles over the, that tree and then uh, we go further and then the second axle goes over and then you have another situation where you have to actually thank your your hand saw and uh, cut uh, many trees and then you go further and this is trophy racing which we really love it because it uh, uh, it makes us think we are um, people from the, the 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 beginning of the world so, uh, like like pioneers you know this is a quite a, an amazing feeling and we also drive we like to drive uh, quick sections and we, we really enjoy it but that, that trophy-like things is something amazing, and you 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 know it's difficult. You know it's not everybody can do it. But when we've done it, you feel so proud, proud, and proud of what you've done, and you say, "Yes." Francois, thanks for your time and sharing your stories and advice with us. We found it very interesting, and think that our listeners will too. It was great chatting with you. Bye bye, bye bye. Thank you very much. To learn more about Euro Four by Four Parts. You can visit their website at www.euro4x4parts.com or to listen to some of our other podcasts, 
you can go to www.turris.tv. Thanks for listening.